Mamma Mia! Okie dokie! Thank you so much for playing my game! Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week we'll try the opening 30 minutes of a game, then ask the question, Do you want to keep playing? I'm Mario. And I'm Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> this week's game is... Super Mario RPG, colon, Legend of the Seven Stars. Hey, Mr. Jono. Hey, buddy, how's it going? It is going very well, thank you. Uh, Friday is upon us once again. The weekend is nearly here. And we are talking all sorts of fun things about what we've been up to. So, hey, hey, buddy, what have you been up to this week? What have I been up to? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still like in a in a weird Slay the Spire sort of spiral at the moment, just Ooh. because, just because like it's something I can. As I think I said this last time. It's something I can just pick up and play for like ten minutes, and have a run or a twenty minute yeah, run, yeah, yeah. and I don't have to kind of get into it. I'm, I've been trying to do um, Zelda. What's it called? The, not Wind Waker. Um, the Skyward Sword. Oh yeah, the remaster. Yeah, I'm still in the sort of like opening town you know the bit from, from every zelda game that no one likes i'm still in that bit so yeah uh, yep. so i'm gonna <laughs> more yeah, on I'm that gonna... later kids with yeah, mario exactly. rpg <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i've been doing that i also i also for my sins watched yeah. fast nine. Ooh, how uh because you're you're more of a fan of this series than i am what's yeah um, i love them what, where where does it lie in, on your fast Good question. Good question. Thanks. Not quite up Thanks. there with the the majesty of five and six and seven. Oh yeah. I thought I liked it a bit more than the last one. The the rock the rock and Jason Statham being absent is kind of a, you yeah. know, you feel it. Um, yeah. There Apparently is, they're not going to be in it anymore. Uh, they're going to well, be in their spin off only or something. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe. Oh maybe right. not. okay. Oh um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but James, no, it's not James Wan, is it? Um, it's uh, uh, Jason Lin. Who directs? Who's directed like a load of them, and then he had a break, and he came back for this one. Like he does, the the action is is really really top tier. Vin Diesel has a scene where he beats up like twenty dudes, and then like pulls down the ceiling of a concrete bunker by with using his arms. Of course he does. I can only think was written (laughs) into his contract. (laughs) It's like so. Hey, what's going to happen is I'm going to keep. I'm going to beat up like nine hundred dudes, and they're like we can do maybe 20 and he was like okay 20 dudes <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely think don't don't they have something like a no lose contract uh, clause yeah. in their contracts like vin yeah. diesel john cena the rock yeah. perhaps yeah yeah so none it's of them ever strange. win a f- and no one, none of them ever lose a fight really um it's very strange uh john yeah. cena is is vin diesel's brother somehow they don't really right. explain how. Um, different mothers, I'm assuming. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's, it's great because um, John Cena and Vin Diesel and Jordana Brewster, who are all technically supposed to be related in these films, look yeah. nothing like each other. No. But hey, let's, don't worry about it. let's skip over that. It's let's family. skip over that. It's family, yeah, family. Jono. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, it's good fun. Um, it's overly long. It's so ridiculous. And I'm almost certain they have absolutely no idea how magnets work. But, you know. Right, yeah. Yep, it's fine. It's exactly what it says on the tin. If you like those films, that's more. You know, it's more of it. How about you, buddy? What have you been up to? Well, do you know what, Jono? Uh, I have finally got my my grubby little mitts on Hades. Because that came out on Xbox uh, Game Pass. Yes. So I've been playing that on my, my shiny new uh, 360. No, my, <laughs> my Series X. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw you were playing it the other day when I logged on to play Slay the Spire, I was like, ooh, exciting. How do you yeah. find Hades? Do you know what? The first 10 minutes, I was just a bit like, I don't know if this is going to be for me. Because the thing is, I don't love 
action kind of mm. games like that. You know, I find them quite sort of stressful. Yeah. And, you know, give me a turn-based, give me a Slay the Spire mm. card game any time of the day. But yeah, and then and then accidentally an hour and a half later, I was like, they're going, oh, just one more run, hey? Just, yeah. just one more little go. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I sort of, as soon as, I think as soon as I started unlocking the different weapons, um, mm-hmm. the bow in particular, because I'm more of a kind of ranged person, I just, yeah. I just something clicked with me and the, the way they tell their story as well, which is something quite notably absent from the older roguelikes now. Yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of weird going back to like a, a, a Dead Cells and, mm. um, and sort of playing through that because with this one, after every run, Things are changing a little bit. You're getting a bit more story and and it really kind of drives you through the whole process. It's more like playing through a kind of a long linear story, which is fascinating. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, man. It, Amazing. It is a belter and well worth all those Game of the Year awards. Well, you know, the most important of which was it was my Game of the Year last year. So, um, yeah. Thank, yeah, thanks for the wreck. Johnny. Yeah, it's it, no, it's it's amazing. I still, I still, um, I still pick it up and do do runs every now and again. I'm playing it on level heat, heat level eight at the moment, which is kind of where wow. I got to where I can't quite beat it. I can get to Hades most times, most sure. runs, but I can't quite beat it on heat level eight, um, which is a shame. I'm not sure what heat level means, but I'm sure yeah, I'm sure it'll figure it out, out at some point. Yeah, yeah how okay, far cool. have you? How far have you got? Have you got past the I've, first boss? I beat the Fury sister. Yeah. Uh, she's is she the second boss? Because she's the first boss meg oh okay, yeah meg okay great so yeah. i beat her once and then mm-hmm. i haven't been able to beat her ever since <laughs> so the great thing about that game is that you'll get to a boss and yeah. you'll fight fight them and you'll be like well i'm never there's no way i can ever beat this person this is so yeah, hard yeah, yeah. and then you know by the time you get to the next boss you're beating the first one so easily you're like how did i ever find this hard sure, <laughs> and sure. It's, yeah so i remember getting to like every single boss and just being like there's a the, the boss on the i think uh the third world um the boss for that level is still one of those bosses where that's like for me it's about how well i do in that fight is tells me whether i'm gonna finish the game or not because it's like right because yeah, okay. yeah so he, him or her i won't spoil anything are, are particularly tough but yeah great game like amazing i still love running i've played i've beaten it with every weapon now and i still love going through and wow. like, playing it and mixing up the boons and yeah as you said because because when you meet the gods and you um you get your power-ups they remember you from every run so the story runs through for each god like you kind of become fr- more friendly with each one and they give you kind of better boons and yeah. like they do the, they sometimes team up together and give you these duo boons and stuff it's so interesting such a um like such a sort of the, interesting way of telling a story within the roguelike structure in a way that as you said the, the metagame yeah, yeah has is never, off the charts yeah has never been done before it's and also it not to spoil anything but the way they do the end game is that even if you finish the game there's still more stories to tell so you just keep going sure. and going and going yeah it's, it's it's a real achievement from that point of view I, th- I think the only thing which um, might be a bit of a snag on me is is that usual roguelike thing where I've, I've maybe done about seven or eight runs through it at the moment mm-hmm. and um, I'm starting to get a little bit sort of like, oh, I'm back here at the beginning thing again. And I know they're sort of, they're, they're mixing up with slightly different weapons and, and boons and, and all that kind of stuff, um, but it's still the same enemies I, I, I wonder if that's going to... It's fine at the moment, but I wonder if after my 60th run, I'm going to be there going, I just want to get through this this zone one effectively and get on to the interesting stuff. But, but we'll see how it goes, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I, But I'm super enjoying it for now. Nice. I personally haven't had that fatigue with it because um, each each weapon and each sort of room 
configuration brings its own challenges. Um, I would advise yeah. uh, the, the one that the first one I beat it with was the spear because the, yep. the okay, special cool. is like a is like a um, Thor's hammer. You throw it and then pull it back like that. Yeah, um, and yeah, that really once cool. you kind of get that, the the, uh, the the bow is really really good as well, and the shield. The shield is um, those are my three favorites. Well, who doesn't like role playing as Captain America? Well, exactly. I mean, it's kind of awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. But hey, hey, Mister John. Yes enough beating around the bush what are we talking about uh this week this week benjamin we are talking about mm. um 1996 square not square enix square uh and yeah. published by nintendo game super mario rpg colon legend of the seven stars say quite, quite. ben yeah hi, <laughs> hi. yeah <laughs> What do you know? Quite the title. Yeah. What do you know about um, the Legend of the Seven Stars and their role within the Super Mario universe? Also RPGs. Lovely, love it. I do know that this is the last Mario game to be released on Super Nintendo, mm. and I also know that it was never released in Europe. Mm. So for me and you, we we never really had the option of playing this when we were youngsters. But thankfully, because of the SNES Mini, we're now in business. So everything is all good. Well, And, and I think it was released on the Wii Digital Store as well, mm-hmm. or something like the Virtual Console mm-hmm. as well. But I didn't, I never had a Wii. Sorry, Wii U yeah. even, not a Wii. And yeah, I, I remember seeing seeing this in my Nintendo magazine back in the yeah, day yeah, that I yeah. would get that I would get specially shipped through the werewolf <laughs> village and <laughs> the dark forests of the, the west country and um and I remember sort of looking at it and going oh that doesn't really look like Mario that looks more like a Donkey Kong country mm. type game with that sort of graphic style and and but people were raving about it I remember it getting like basically 90 plus in the, all the reviews mm-hmm. pretty much so I was always a little bit gutted that I never got to play it and and maybe it should have stayed that way. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe it's time has passed. I guess we'll see with the with later on. Mm. But um, but yeah, what about you, buddy? What's your what's your experience with this one? I literally heard the name and that was it. Like I, I vaguely remember reading about right. it. Uh, like no, you know, okay. I remember sort of reading about it, and um, obviously it was part of the you know the Nintendo Classic um, console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it just nothing that it never really. It never really piqued my interest. I don't know why, because I love a JRPG and I love Mario. Yeah. But um, f- f- those, in my mind, don't seem to um, mix together. Um, but, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. they did it. So it, It's a funny skin to put on it. It is, it, it really? is, it is. And it's interesting. I don't want to spoil, I don't want to tip my hand on which way I fell. So. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I might have some editing to do on that previous bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, hey, so... That's, Buddy, yeah. Now we've done our bona fides. Let's jump it. Oh, 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 because oh. it's time for a little segment I call "Educating Jono." Ba 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 da ba. Short and sweet, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Very lovely, Jono. Thank you for the intro. Say, Jono, mm. did you know this game was never released in Europe due to the heavy localization costs? having to optimize for PAL systems because of course back in those days NTSC and PAL were two different beasts and actually optimizing games for PAL was uh, was a bit of a task in itself uh, and JRPGs not doing too well in uh, in Europe and I guess those those sort of three facts combined sort of 
said to Nintendo, hey, let's not bother, despite this being one of the top-rented games when it was released in North America. Oh, there you go. Top-rented. What a strange concept nowadays <laughs> to have. Yeah, I, I kind of get the impression yeah. that, um, and listeners will um, can probably uh, act you playing pod if I'm wrong, but I feel like um, Final Fantasy VII was the real like watershed moment in Europe for JRPGs. Yeah, yeah, I think 100%. Mm. Yeah, and before that, even, even the Final Fantasy games that have been yeah. released over here, weren't really that well received i think maybe that one of the bigger ones was probably um secret of mana mm. and like the chrono triggers yeah, yeah. and things like yeah. that but um but they even they well i don't know about chrono trigger did that have a final fantasy style combat system so secret of mana was more like zelda wasn't it yeah i, I don't know about chrono trigger actually chrono trigger would be a good idea for the cast because it's um it's it's like you know considered an all-time great yeah yeah i've i've, I've never never played it <laughs> this is when um, i find out that but... we did an episode on it like 400 episodes ago yeah. and i'm like oh, i don't remember that at all <laughs> don't get old kids it was it was great, yeah. question mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, Jono, point number four is maybe the biggest reason why this was not released yeah. over in Europe. And that's because it was one of only seven games released outside of Japan to feature the SA1 chip, which was one of those, uh, like the, um, what was it called? The FX oh, chip yeah. thingy for Star Fox. It was one of those kind of things where they put it inside the cartridge, thus making the cartridge a lot more expensive to um, to manufacture. Mm-hmm. And unlike the, um, the the Star Fox chip stuff, though, this was more just like an extra processor, essentially. So, so the other one was more to do with adding in polygon graphics, essentially, which is something the SNES couldn't really handle. And this one was just more akin to getting the uh, the SNES chip and sort of putting another smaller one of those onto the. So cartridge. was that like um, you remember there was like a. Uh, uh, that- uh, thing for the N64, you plugged into the controller and it like gave, or no, maybe no, you plugged into the front of the console, didn't you, to give it like a yeah. boost in power. Yeah. That's right, I remember that thing, yeah. yeah, but I don't know which games went along I with think that. Um, Perfect Dark, I seem to recall. Um, Perfect Dark, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Aki Lane Pod, if you remember what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, if you know that thing, yeah. the, the booster thing. Yeah, you know, the boosts, the boosts. The boost thing, yeah. the boost. But the thing is, though, Johnny, mm. for the life of me, because I knew this before playing this game going into it, yeah. I'd, I'd done my research, mm. and for the life of me, I couldn't really see why um, they would need this extra processing power because it's not like they were doing anything crazy, crazy spectacular, more so than a than a sort of a Mario um, world or I anything feel, like that. I feel like, because there is a... I mean, we'll get into it when we get into the game, but like, um, there's a lot of like kind of Mode 7 these stuff, but on a, on a sort of 3D plane that they're doing, and it's possibly something yeah, to do with that. Could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be. And maybe data storage, that kind yeah. of stuff yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And access to RAM, some, something <laughs> like that, because there's a lot RAM, of... A CPU, lot of like... graphics. <laughs> the bus system. <laughs> <laughs> they, um... Yeah, there's there's an awful lot of like pre-rendered kind of graphics mm-hmm. like just, just dotted around here. So so maybe it's something to do with yeah. that. But anyway, those are the four reasons why it was never released over mm-hmm. in Europe. And and number three on Educating John. Yeah. Jono. Hi. Super Mario RPG never received an official sequel, but there are plenty of other Mario titles that have been released. Mm. Can you, Mr. Jono, tell me which of these are real Ooh. or fake? <laughs> oh, it's pop quiz time. Oh, best time. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. First one, hopefully quite easy. 
Paper Mario. Oh, that's a that's a true. That's a real one. That's a real one. That yeah, was released yeah, yeah. in 2000 on the N64, and is very much seen as the spiritual mm. successor to this game. There's there's one on the GameCube as well, I believe, which is supposed to be excellent. Yeah, yeah. they've done a series of them, I think, mm. now. They, I think they on the 3DS as well, they did some funky stuff with the 3D and the paper and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. It sounds cool. I never really played the 3DS that much, but no. uh, I, I was always one of those consoles I wanted to own. Maybe I'll see if I can pick one up. Yeah, on, on the slime. It's that weird, weird period of time in like uh, late two thousands where three D. Everyone was convinced three D was the next thing, and it never really caught on yeah. because it wasn't. Uh, and I never really, I never really liked three D. Yeah, it was, it's, <laughs> it's odd. It's odd that like it was such a big deal for such a long time, and like yeah. now it's just gone completely. They were really, really pushing it at the cinema, weren't they? And, oh yeah. Uh, they were. And what was the last film you saw in three D at the cinema? Because I don't think they're offering that option anymore. No, I saw. <laughs> Funnily um, enough. I think uh, maybe the first Star Wars, or the late Star Wars. I saw, um, I saw oh, yeah. the IMAX that was in 3D. And um, oh, when did we when did we see Blade Runner? Wasn't that in? No, that was that 3D. The IMAX. Was that 3D? <laughs> Denny no? Villeneuve won't, would, wouldn't dare put his stuff in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Can you just uh, can you just do a little bit of post editing and pop this no. into 3D for? No, I cannot. <laughs> you disgusting dog. Um, I think he's Canadian, actually. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Okay, number two, Johnny, yeah. is Pizza Mario. Now, I should warn you, I should warn you, this is the full range of Mario games from mm. the very start in the 1980s all the way to now. So, 40 years of Mario. Was there a game called Pizza Mario, Johnny? True or false? I'm going to go with false. That is false, buddy. Yeah. That is false. That's a big old fake one from Ben's imagination. <laughs> Although, it will make a good game, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mario, <laughs> he's Italian. That. He loves pizza. He loves pizza, uh, yeah. and maybe the, those turts can make uh, a surprise appearance. They <laughs> yeah. do love pizza. Oh, turts and Mario. Oh, dream. Turts and Mario. Match made in heaven, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Jono. Here we go. Mario's Bombs Away. Now, is that a real game, or is that just something that Ben has made up because it sounds ridiculous? Do you know what? It's so ridiculous, I'm going to go with it. It's real. It is real. It's a real one. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's a 1983 Game & Watch game oh. remember the game and watches yeah, those little yeah. uh, clamshell things they were awesome yeah i used to have a uh, donkey the... kong one did you mm. of course you did rich boy i i couldn't <laughs> I, I just had to make mine out of sticks <laughs> <laughs> let me draw the ground sure <laughs> um all right uh fourth one four out of five super mario personal shopper <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go false, but um, I can equally see that being true as well. Because you know, Japan. yeah, I can see that being a thing as well. Yeah. It could be. It could be like an iPhone app. It is false. It yeah, is a faker. I've uh, well killed done. it this week. week. You killed it this week. There's yeah. one more to go. Though, oh no! One oh god! Go. One more to go. Here we go. And this isn't. This is a uh, Mario. It, he could feature in this game. Could he? We don't yeah. know. Um, it's, it's a Mario adjacent. It's called Yoshi's Cookie. I think that's true. It is true. Yeah! It's 1992. Oh. NES and Super NES game. Uh, it was a bit like a Tetrisy sort of puzzly type thing. Remember, remember Dr. Mario, Yoshi Cookie, all of those millions yeah. of uh, Tetris clones that came out yeah. in the early yeah, 90s? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, well done, buddy. You got a, a full gamut there. Five out of five. Redeemed. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> very well done. Um, hey, buddy, here endeth the pop quiz slash lesson. Mario? Mario. Delightful, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. From uh, hit, previous hit, Luigi's uh, Mansion. 
Ah, good game, good game. I've not played the latest one. It was Luigi's Mansion Two, right? Yeah, uh, I've got it. I've got it on the Switch, on Switch, but I haven't played it really. Um, but yeah, no. I do want to play it. Yeah, see, one day, one day we'll get one to day. our backlogs. Yeah. Um. So, buddy, we've now done off bona fides officially. Shall we jump into this? Let's game? dive in. <laughs> funky music of super mario rpg the legend of the seven stars there um mm-hmm. say Jono, we're both playing this on our snes minis yes. uh you you select that game you boot it up mm-hmm. and what do you see so there's like a sort of an intro where princess is it princess toastal princess toastal um it's is, one of those yeah princesses, she sat, isn't it? peach toastal she sat down on a rock just hanging sure. out with some butterflies and then um it goes suddenly goes dark um, and then lightning strikes, and then Bowser appears in his like cool little hover thing that he has in Mario World that you fight him at yep. the end of Mario Warden. Yeah, and he comes, little thing. Yeah, he comes and kidnaps her. Um, she looks well upset. He kind of swoops in from like you know and just goes. She's like ah. <laughs> and then the giant thing saying help appears on screen, of course, um, which, is, which is quite cool. And then Mario yep. appears out of his house and he's like oh my god what's going on and then jumps oh, my to the god. rescue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. Except, well, famously, he doesn't talk in this one at all because no. I think the very first Mario game that he talked in was Mario 64 on the yes. N64, right? And he yeah. sort of said, It's a me, Mario. And everyone was like, Oh, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> oh, finally, the oh, answer. He sounds like a stereotype, just like we always assumed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. see, I think that guy still goes... I can't remember his name. The voiceover artist. I think he goes to the conventions and things. He gets like, selfies with fans and signs photos with his voice amazing. or something. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So so you get through the uh, the obligatory kidnapping. Yeah. Um, and then then what, what, what's, what's, what's happening? Then you... Um, you write, you Mario runs into um, Bowser's castle to rescue her. And then yeah. you kind of start the game. So... And the game is... Uh, for those who haven't played it before, it's um, instead of your standard 2D plane, it's like an isometric um, plane, like your uh, XCOM type situation. Sure. And uh, yeah, you're running, you're Mario running through like that sort of space. And yeah, you kind of, there's enemies kind of walking around. And in yeah. a sort of, it's much like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Dragon Quest and um, t- the Tales, the Tales games. The um, okay. the enemies are kind of on the map, and you can avoid them if you want to. But if you walk into them, you then it then goes transitions into battle mode, where you you turns into a Final Fantasy esque turn based fighter. I think yeah, my 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 go to um, point of reference for that one was Zelda Two, which I think we played mm. on the we cross, did. didn't we? We did. Or, we enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. I yeah I really enjoyed it. that was that was um, when I went off on holiday a couple of weeks after that and uh, I actually mm. carried on playing it because um, it was whilst my son was doing his hour or two nap in the afternoon I'd just sit down in this lovely little cottage in the mm. Lake District and play myself a bit of Zelda too it was amazing lovely yeah it's uh, it's Johnny this this is wild this is <laughs> this is utterly utter, I just oh my word this is yeah. as far removed from a Mario game. As yeah. you can possibly think, it's isometric. It's yeah. 
it's rendered i think it looks more like donkey kong country like i sort of said before mm, um yeah. or or one of those infinity engine games you know like the boulders gates and the icewind mm. dales and yeah, stuff yeah, on yeah, pc yeah. where they they just sort of have a a painted backdrop kind of thing yeah um it and all right we'll we'll talk about the artwork in in a little bit mm. but um but just those kind of initial controls and things like that it's sort of weird how you are going around this isometric thing and you've got very rudimentary things like you can just jump mm-hmm. and well that's pretty much it actually to yeah. start with and then as you say you walk into people to have a turn-based fight where yeah. where it's that it's the worst kind of turn-based where you can't even move you're just taking <laughs> turns to hit each other mm. yeah what what was what were you what was going through your mind so um yeah so i I mean, I've played a lot of my, my fair share of um, JRPGs in my time. So, um, you know, the, the sort of mechanics and stuff were fairly familiar. Um, yeah. And in fact, until later, when you they get a bit of a deeper dive, when that's when things become actually a lot more interesting. But okay. this, initial, okay. this initial part, I was a bit like, I'm not sure I like this. And yep. um, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, obviously, I understood what's going on, but I was like, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me with this game um yeah yeah i will say my opinion did change throughout my play through but this okay, this okay. first it does not this game does not put its best foot forward with this first level um what i do love about this first level though um and yeah. this game in general is it starts off like a james bond film in the the first the <laughs> prologue is the end of an event like it's a whole mario game the end of a whole mario yeah. game that you kind of finish and then the game starts again and it's kind of cool i quite like that it's like it's it, it's almost saying like this is where your traditional mario game would have finished and this is the bit after which i i thought was quite interesting yeah because you're basically assaulting the bowser castle type thing and you're, and you're meant to be rescuing peach mm, and the first thing you do is have a boss fight with bowser which is is sort of um i guess rewinding ourselves back 25 years <laughs> i guess <laughs> thank you i guess it's kind of um quite revolutionary but these days mm. it's almost to be expected where you do something really 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 big and exciting at the start of the game and then your powers get stripped away from you yes yeah yeah and um and you get put into a more kind of mundane situation um i a couple of notes on this so so there's some of your classic kind of bowser castle things like there's a lava moat yeah. and there's a bridge going across it i purposefully walked tried to walk off the bridge and you can't Mm. So there's not even a platforming element to this. It's more no. like a sort of um, glorified map screen, essentially, that you're just kind of walking around and then you can sometimes yeah. jump on things. I mean, it's, it's, it. it's Final Fantasy is what it is with a Mario It skin. is Final Fantasy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very strange. Um, okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's before we get into that boss fight, let's talk about these graphics. Yeah. What, what are we seeing? How, how did you think this looked... I mean, um, I'm getting the impression values. you did not like it how it looks, but I thought it looked fine. I I, I quite liked the um the sort of chunky Mario um sort of well the chunky character sprites, the backgrounds yeah. and stuff. I mean, it feels like they're doing it because like like as you're walking through Bowser's castle, like the, you walk into the room where you have like the first fight, and there's like yeah. a chandelier, and you just kind of mode seven to kind of move the chandelier around as you're walking through to add perspective, and it's quite clever. Yeah. But as a result, a lot of the sort of assets are quite blurry. I want to say, um, yeah. And I don't know. I think they've sacrificed some fidelity for some effects. So 
it I actually really dug it and thought it was quite cool, but like I can see if someone was like, No, no, I don't I don't like it. It's it almost feels like it's trying to do too much. If that makes sense, yeah, it's it's funny because it's it is sort of like a parallax kind of effect they're going yeah. for with things like the chandeliers being in front, and they do, they do this throughout the castle bit and actually throughout the game. Mm. Um, the I think it doesn't help that we're not playing this on native CRTs. No, because, no, that, you know what definitely. it was intended for, and and upresing those kind of graphics onto an HD TV or or 4K one. Yeah, it just it really emphasizes the blockiness and the jaggediness of it. Mm. I the agree. bit that I I kind of didn't mind what they were going for with the style because yeah you know, it does look very kind of donkey kong country it looks like sort of almost like they've taken kind of just um a mario render essentially and and mm. just sort of um rendered it out nicely on a computer and then stuck it as a sprite on the screen yeah the bit i couldn't really get my head around was the kind of like the the the, the cutting out of those sprites was really odd so there were some um, elements of it, like they had some palm trees a bit later on when you're in the game proper. Yeah. And they just had these great big dark lines around the edges, almost like it had been cell shaded, but it absolutely wasn't. It was just like, it just looked like it was poor workmanship. And that kind of really just dragged me out of it. And I don't, I don't know what they were trying to do with that. And I, I once again, I maybe think it could be the resolution issue. Because that sort of thing would help it stand out on a CRT screen. Yeah, I think this is a game where they've thrown it onto this console and they haven't really had the time to clean it up. And I think, you know, if they cleaned it up a bit and put a bit of work sure, in the transfer, yeah. I yeah. think it would have been a bit more... Things would have been forgiven a bit more. Yeah. But, I mean, as it stands, it's like, you know, I, it's it's a game that's, you know, 20 years old, 30 years old, 30 years old, well, however old it is, old. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's it's... It's considering what it's doing on the hardware it was doing it on. I I kind of forgive a lot of that stuff. I've got to say. Yeah, I I, I guess maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. And I, I think also is something. There's something in my brain that's there going. Mario should be this sort of thing. Yeah. Where it doesn't have any sort of. Um. You look at a Mario game and they don't mm. have any harsh blacks in there really or no. anything like that on the characters for outlines it's... and things like that. Yeah, it's it's like um, I mean to take it back to another beloved Nintendo property, um, like uh, the Zelda games on the GameCube. They had Wind yeah. Waker and Twilight Princess, and at the time, Twilight Princess, like Wind Waker, was very stylized and very cartoony. And Twilight Princess, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of backlash against that. And Twilight Princess was brought more in line with like this is going to be the you know the, this is the m- sort of modern take of what Zelda can look like on this on this game. Yeah. But you look at that now, Wind Waker still looks utterly incredible. It does. Um, it does. Whereas well, Twilight Princess has really, really shown its age because it's trying to do a bit too much and trying to do, you know, what... You know, it, there's, there's, there's that sort of like... You know, the good thing about the Mario games on the SNES, um, a lot of the old 16-bit games, especially the sort of 2D platformers, is that it's so in the that hardware's wheelhouse that mm-hmm. it's all primary colours, it's all clean lines, and it's just, it looks great, and it will always look great. It's when they yes, push the boundaries it, yeah. with this stuff, it's sometimes, especially in this era, I mean, place, up until we get into sort of maybe Xbox One, not Xbox One, sorry, the first Xbox, PS2, that era, maybe even, a bit, mm-hmm. maybe even when we get to 360, where, you know, 360 games kind of look fine now, like, but before that, you had a lot of the... It's a, there was a lot of issues with oh, the, the polygon wars, John. The polygon wars, yes. Sorry, <laughs> I should have just said polygon wars. Um, yeah, I think 
it's it that that is always going to be a problem with some of these games which were at the time trying to push it technically yeah it's funny i I just sort of i I kind of look at this game and and i i think that's that's what the issue is they're sort of trying Mm -hmm. to take away what made mario great which is that those clean edges and those lovely flat colors yeah and the very very distinctive and obvious kind of style of it and i look at a screenshot of um of mario rpg and i kind of can't really i find it hard to see where the lines are i find it hard to see where the path is and who the enemies are but the thing is that shouldn't really matter too much in an rpg because this is a turn-based rpg right it's not like a twitch um you know platform or anything like that okay any anyway like my graphical issues aside yeah um so so you go and fight bowser right and uh and he sort of stood on one of the chandeliers and you have to stand on the other one and then you kind of it's it's odd that the game hasn't really taught you anything at this point with any pop-up boxes yeah no so the the tutorial is after the prologue which i feel is like a real um it's a real shame because the cool stuff about the combat um you don't know yet and so this 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 fight feels like a bit of a chore um when it when it when it i mean it looks really cool like in a you're fighting bowser on the top two opposing chandeliers with um princess toadstool kind of hanging above them and you kind of jump in between the chandeliers and then it turns out you have to just like you have to actually attack the um the 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 link the the chain hanging holding the chandelier to drop bowser which is called kink link which made me laugh for some reason um (laughs) so and then like he drops and then he breaks your chain and then you're both free falling and fighting in midair and it's all quite exciting and quite cool it is all quite exciting yeah but the actual combat's not (laughs) um which is a shame because the i mean we'll get into it in a second but the actual sort of stuff they've brought in brought to the table for this it's really interesting and i really yeah, like the, um the, the i think i feel like they could have done with just having um one hit on the chain link thing yeah and that would do yeah, it yeah. whereas they actually make you go through about six or seven rounds of combat where you're just yeah. taking 10 hp off of this chain thingy every time and it's just a bit arduous and boring yeah um, especially when you're not really learning anything new round after no. round no. Um, but yeah, you're right, though. It's, it's very sort of cinematic and it's very cool. And actually, Mario not talking as well really plays a big part into this and throughout mm. the whole game where he's almost like a mime, where he kind of oh, mimes what's going bit, on. There's a bit later on that absolutely slayed me when he was describing his battle, <laughs> battle with Bowser through oh, mime. Yeah. And I, yeah. I genuinely was laughing. Um, there's a lot of um, like weird Bowser puns as well. Like It's it's kind of funny. <laughs> like I, The humour in this game yeah. is kind of a bit off the wall. And I, I really appreciated it. Yeah, me too, man. I, especially, I liked it when, um, after he's describing his fight with Bowser to the, the king yeah. of the toasters oh. or whatever, then he sort of, he turns around to walk down the stairs and the king's like, oh, just one more thing. And Mary kind of trips up a bit. He's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So as he turns and then he just walks down a few more stairs. Oh, just one more thing. And he actually falls down the stairs. He's so surprised at things. It's just like little goofy kind of slapstick yeah. moments like that. They don't yeah, really yeah. belong in Mario games. Well, they didn't back in those times. So I think maybe they do a bit more now. Mm. But it, it was just, yeah, that was quite welcome. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I really like that stuff as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you uh, you fight Bowser, you win, you rescue the yes. princess. And Hooray. then, which is, you know, as you said, genuinely the end, generally the end of one of these games. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly it cuts to a giant sword descending from the sky and then crashing into... Um, bowser's castle a skyward sword yeah i thought it made it made the castle look like castle grayskull um, it looked pretty rad actually yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and then and then the, the title page super mario rpg pops up um which is really cool and then mario gets unceremoniously kicked out of the castle <laughs> yeah and then luck would have it lands in his house which is quite cool 
which has a big yeah. pipe on the top of it, so he just goes blub, 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 and lands on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an awful lot of stuff in the in the world building of this where they've just almost sort of just taken a regular world and just yeah. stuck some Mario esque elements onto yeah. it, like pipes oh, and things. He lands. He doesn't land on the bed. Sorry, he lands on a hook in his house next to his spare change of clothes, so it looks like he's just a <laughs> change of clothes. Which again, I mean, it's silly, but it made me pretty laugh. Pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and then Toad's like, "Hey, man, <laughs> why did?" use the door like a regular person and Mario's like ah (laughs) (laughs) and then he then proceeds to explain what's just happened via the medium of mime to Toad Um, again made me laugh a lot and yeah it's quite cool yeah, it is. Yeah, I, th- I think this section after afterwards, though, yeah. I struggled with a little bit because of the signposting. Yeah. So it's not really immediately obvious where to go or what to do or anything no. like that. And I actually spent like five minutes just kind of wandering around. And it turns mm. out you have to go back up to the castle, castle yeah. where the castle bridge falls down. So then that just becomes a castle viewing point. Um, and then on the world map, you go back to your house again. You have to go inside your house, go and talk to Toad, tell him what happened and then go back out and he sort of leads you to the, mm. the village essentially and gives where you, you a, find King Toad's door. Yeah, and gives you a tutorial on how this game and works. And gives you a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's that's kind of a strange thing because at this point I'm already like, I don't I know the basics. You yeah. don't need to tell me Toad, it's all good. But then you do, as you're walking to the village, you get in it like a lot more of these kind of turn-based fights. Mm. And, and that's when you learn these little interesting mechanics, which yeah. are, they're... <laughs> I feel like once again they need a bit more signposting to work properly. So there was the, the, the sort of the idea behind it is that just before Mario attacks an enemy mm-hmm. with his animation, if you press um, the attack button, then uh, he does a little bit more damage. Yeah. And similarly, if you press the the defend button or whatever just before an enemy attacks him, then yeah. you soak up a bit more damage and that's okay. Yeah. The the issue with this I had is it's a bit like. Um, the start in uh, in Mario Kart where you're doing the traffic lights, except there's no kind of traffic light thing there. You're just trying to sort of guess really where in the animation they're going to attack you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just felt a little bit more feedback, a little bit more signposting for it would have been would have been great for me. Yeah, agreed. It did take me a while to get the hang of the timing on it, but um, I actually found this quite interesting and quite. Um, quite fun it, it kind of has it kind of added this sort of um added agency to what yeah. can often be stale um turn-based fights very which, much so yeah and so i quite liked it it was like if i get you know good with the top the button the timing on these button presses i can actually be a bit more tactical and a bit more um proactive with how i'm fighting these enemies um and there's a bit more skill involved. Not that there's not much not that there's no skill in the turn-based strategy uh, battles in say a final fantasy what it does is it just kind of brings, um, it adds a layer of that. It, adds, it takes the strategy that you have in those games, but also adds some sort of like fun, you know, uh, fun arcadey mechanics that kind of, I, I felt kind of brought these battles to life in a way that Final Fantasy doesn't have. Um, that's yeah. why I really like the Tales games. I, I tell Symphonia, Tales of Vesperia, because um, the oh, battles yeah. are all like um, real time, just like combat, you know, sort of things. And you can kind of... Sure. You can link all these combos with your other parties and stuff, but it's just it's it's quite fun, uh, and it kind of makes those battles interesting if the combat system's good. Um, so I yeah I really really like this, and that this made the game start to come alive for me in a way that previously it hadn't. Yeah, I think once again they're not really leading with their best foot though. 
Um, no. I feel very much like I'm being devil's advocate here to, to all your positive points. Because um, when you're going through to that village, you sort of have to, you're, you're essentially going through like, what is it, a jungly type bit or yeah. something like that is, yeah. And yeah. Um, and you, and I think I maybe had about 15 to 20 turn-based fights against mm, yeah. just Goombas right. and uh, the little the little tur- turtles and stuff like that. Yeah. And um and by the end of it I was just a bit like come on let's let's go and do something interesting because even though you have your regular attack you have a jump special move that you can mm-hmm. do on them you're still essentially just Mario just doing those things over and over and over again. And it, yeah maybe it's it's just a little little tweaking with the pacing there would have made it way more enjoyable interesting I um i like because there was the, there was guy the guys with the sort of spikes on their arm backs and i found that if i did yeah. a jump attack and landed them it didn't hurt because they've got armored shells and i was like oh ah, that's cool clever. there's like yeah. some different attacks work on different enemies in different ways and do different amounts of damage and stuff and i kind of there's already that stuff in there and you know going back to the general rpg sort of you know thing this is what Final Fantasy, the first couple of hours of those games are like. It's until you start yeah. building up your powers, so you start building up your items and all that sort of stuff. It's that's when those games really start to come into their own. Um, sure. You know, these first opening, the opening hours. I mean, this is for for good or for bad. This is a square RPG. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's yeah. you know. So so it depends how you feel about those games. Um, and if that's not for you, for me, they're personally very much are for me. So I was very much at home with this stuff. But if if, if right. you're, that's not for you, and if you want that instant, you know, Mario dopamine rush, maybe this isn't gonna do that for you. But I, I actually found it pleasant on both fronts. See, I think that's that's the thing for me. The I, I like turn based strategy, you know, like XCOM mm. or Advanced Wars yeah, or something famously. like that. Where you, <laughs> famously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or any of the games I've made over the past ten years. Um, they, um, it's, it's the whole. Thank you very much, buddy. The uh, <laughs> it's the whole idea of moving around and getting into position and uh, and then choosing when to attack and choosing when not to and that kind of stuff. Mm. Having way more kind of strategy to it. Yeah. Um, this always felt, and this is why I've never really got on with the Final Fantasy games, um, the limited amount I've played them, is that it's always that sort of, you're just stuck rooted in place and it's like, you hit, now you hit, now you hit, mm. now you yeah. hit. And I can fully understand that later on it would get more kind of advanced and more in depth. But, um, but I just think the general premise just isn't really for me, which, you know, is fine because you know, certain people enjoy certain things or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that sort of really started to kind of grate on me as I was going through this because I wasn't, I still wasn't loving the graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sort of found the, the kind of map that you were navigating. It, it was, it was fine in my eyes. They didn't really do anything clever with the boundaries either. So it just sort of goes straight off to a flat plain color, mm-hmm. um, which sort of just felt a little bit, I don't know, cheap or, or, or something not great. And the sprites weren't that great. Yeah, I was I was kind of struggling. I got to tell you, buddy, I was struggling. By the time I got to that little uh, mushroom village place, yeah, yeah, because you you do fight some little hammer brothers before you um just before you get in there. They're like a little mini boss, aren't they? Yeah, and then you actually get the hammer as a weapon that you can use, which I thought was quite yes. cool. Um, yeah, I yeah, never you... actually got around to using that, unfortunately. No, uh, my playthrough ended in the sort of village as well. But that's the other thing is like you get weapons and you get armor yeah. and stuff you can assign. I thought yeah. that was quite cool. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I think maybe this is a really good example of a game that does definitely not lead with its best foot. No, because I after agreed. after sort of thirty minutes, I was not overly impressed. Mm. Um, 
So, so yeah, okay, you get to the village and uh, and pretty much my playthrough stopped there. I went and talked to the Mushroom King guy yeah. and he yeah. was like, hey, go off and do this thing. I yeah. was like, cool, this is like every other village in every <laughs> other game at yeah. this era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no um, problem. And that's that's exactly where my my playthrough ended as well. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. Yeah. Um, should we go into the old wrap-up? Yeah, I feel I mine's going to be a lot more positive than yours, but let's go. Um <laughs> Final Fantasy meets Mario forms the most unlikely combination since someone put pineapple on pizza, but it works. The James Bond style. <laughs> the James Bond style prologue pulls you into this familiar yet off kilter world perfectly, and by the end, you're ready to explore the new game mechanics. Speaking of which, they're great. The time button presses add player agency and a sense of arcadey fun that can sometimes be missing from the drier Final Fantasies, and feels right in this Technicolor Nintendo world. It feels like a gateway RPG that will satisfy both Square fans and Nintendo heads alike. I certainly had a great time with it, and I'll definitely keep playing. And I gave it 8 out of 10. Wow. Okay. That's, that's interesting, Johnny. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah what, what, do you, what do you go for, Ben? Benny oh boy? gosh! All yeah. right, I too have prepared a little something. Sure. It goes like this. Ah! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just a slowly deflating whoopee cushion. <laughs> uh, hmm, Jono. Hmm, this is a really, really strange one. It's like taking something you've known all your life and completely changing the rules for its use, as if one day you had to stop using cutlery to eat with and use them to brush your teeth with instead. <laughs> Don't try that at home, kids. Yeah, don't, definitely don't do that one. I have severe issues with the graphics too. The muddy rendered style is hard to make out and a bit lacking in places and doesn't really capture that Mario aesthetic for me. Um, it also doesn't help that I'm not a huge fan of the Final Fantasy game types, which this is based on. Uh, and I found the gameplay to be a little bit samey. But I do wonder if this is all just playing a bit safe for the start of the game and perhaps it opens up later. However, if you take away the Mario skin, what I've seen so far is just a pretty average RPG. And just from that fact, Jono, no, I will not keep playing. And it's a weird one, this, because it's such a beloved game that I kind of went into it going like, I feel like I should love this. And Mm. this almost feels like I'm apologising for not loving (laughs) this game, because I feel like my opinion might just sort of upset the review critics of the world. Not that Mm. they're listening. No. But yeah, and I, I gave it a four out of ten Ooh. after all that because I uh, I just didn't really get on with it at all. It, it, I, it just wasn't my cup of tea, buddy. Well, there you go. Right. Well, that gives Mario RPG colon the uh, thingy of the seven bing- blongies. Uh, sure. Yeah. Legend of the Seven Stars. Um, that gives it twelve out of twenty. Ooh. So, Benjamin, Ouch. where does Hi. that put? Put Mario on Mario RPG on the leaderboard, the season two leaderboard. Season two leaderboard. We have fourteen games on there now, oh, buddy, and yeah. this puts it square at number eleven. Ooh, ouch! Just ouch. outside the top ten. That's not a great position, and definitely not no. where I expected it to be. Once again, Mario, sorry, buddy, but yeah, Ben <laughs> hey. let you down. <laughs> ben let you down. So that's it for another week. Certainly is, buddy. (laughs) 
Join us again next time. Happy when we'll Friday! We'll be putting another classic game through its paces. In the meantime, if you have any game suggestions for future episodes, or if you just want to get in touch, you can contact us across all social media on at Keep Playing Pods. We are available wherever you get your podcasts from, so hit them subscribe buttons as it really helps us get noticed. Also, especially, especially Podbean. Podbean, oh, no, our, our illustrious uh, hosts. Hello yes. and thank you. Hello and thank you, Podbean. We love you. Also, yeah. it'd be amazing if you could leave us a rating review. Um, a nice review, please, because we are sensitive boys. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. Ben, ben doesn't care. I get the impression after this episode they might be a little bit harsher. <laughs> yeah. Don't Mario ben, heads. Four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> ben, don't cut Mario heads. Don't come for Ben. Um, or definitely don't come for me. I'm nice. But like maybe <laughs> I liked Jono's bit. I didn't like Ben's bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> One star. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, hey, uh, do all the social media bits. We've done that bit already. Yeah, We've done that yeah, bit. yeah. Oh, hey, Jono, hey. Jono, hey, buddy. If you're going to do a nice thing this week, mm-hmm. why not? Uh, why not just tidy up your garden? You, you dang messy. I actually pop. do need to um, do some gardening. <laughs> That's what my life <laughs> yeah. is. I, I i cut the grass on on wednesday is um mm. this is hey welcome to <laughs> late 30s slash early 40s yeah 20s slash early 30s who knows we are. who knows who knows <laughs> but hey if you're gonna do two nice oh things yeah. This week, yeah, buddy, yeah why not just tell a pal oh yeah tell a gd pal about this gd podcast you listen to every gd week or two weeks whilst you're doing your gd gardening yeah <laughs> Do you know, what? I've I've been uh, getting back into my running again now that my uh, my ankle injuries are healing up, oh, nice. and um and and getting back into listening to podcasts and audio books books and mm-hmm. stuff whilst uh, whilst I'm running is an absolute joy. So hey, maybe go out for a little trot and listen to your two best pals. Nice, <laughs> do that. And uh, yeah, what else do we do in this bit? Do we say goodbye or something? How we does do. this end? Um, uh, until next week, keep playing. Keep playing.